You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Locked On Browns, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ. Underscore Lloyd at Lockdown Browns, Twitter, follow back, DMs open, all that good stuff for trying to keep you guys uh, in the loop the best I can. Um, for those who like to communicate that way, by all means, you guys know I try to be as accessible as possible, uh, whether it is iTunes, whether it's Spotify, whether it is the all new Odyssey. Uh, make sure you are following. We're not saying the word subscribed anymore. We're saying following the podcast. Make sure you're leaving. Big, fat, juicy ratings and reviews. Joined here this evening by Mr. Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated's Browns Digest. Uh, haven't done one yet. Uh, I was a part of one on another show. Um, but it's time to break out one of the mock draft simulators. Uh, we're going to go with the PFN one. Um, I think mostly because I think the players line up in my beliefs. Uh, probably why I like it so much. Uh, but Pete, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, three weeks and change. Uh, we're getting close, bud. Well, I think this is the last week of pro days, so we're running out of stuff to sort of figure out. The well, I mean, the numbers, however real we can possibly take them. Um, <clears throat> at least we're getting something here. Browns are on the clock. Pick twenty six. Overall, um, there are three trade offers, but before we get to that, Pete, uh, currently on the board, uh, Jamin Davis from Kentucky. Uh, we're only going to go with guys that are realistic options here. Uh, Joseph Osai, uh, Zayvon Collins, Caleb Farley, 31 overall on the PFN board, still available. Jason Owa, Javon Morig, Gregory Rousseau, Afitu Melifanwu. And that is where we are at with that. So we will look at some trade options here. First one, Detroit Lions, Pete, giving up 41 for 26, a 20, 22 third, a 20, I'm sorry, a 2022 20, second, and a 2022 20, third. Uh, good with that, Detroit. Green Bay offering 29 and 92 for 26 and 257. Okay, I don't know what's going on in Green Bay, but sure. And the Seattle Seahawks, 56, pick 129, a 2022 second, a 2022 third, and the Jets, 2022 fourth. Of the three, Pete, for this experiment, it's either the Green Bay or the Detroit deal. Any one of these, wet your whistle, Mr. Smith. Well, given that I know who I want, um, I would be inclined to take the Green Bay trade uh, because my thought process is this. Uh, I would be looking to move down a couple picks and use the asset gained in that, along with the extra third-round pick, uh, to move back up from 59 to get up higher in the second round. Now, do the Browns think that way? I don't know. But my thought is that if you look at the talent pool for this draft, the talent from about 20 – to about 45 to 50 is relatively even um, before you have a, a sort of a bigger drop-off. 
So to me, I think the Browns are probably uh, in the bet. It's in their best interest to get two players out of that pool. Um, I think there there's some guys with some super high upside in there. There's some guys with some less than ideal upside in there. But to me, I would be trying to take that that small trade down. I don't even remember what you said they would be giving up. But uh, I'm looking at Osai, uh, and that's the guy I would be taking. Still available with the trade down. The Browns give up 26 and 257 uh, for 29 and 52. Uh, just before we do this, on the board, Mr. Smith, Afitu Melifonwu, Kelvin Joseph, Asante Samuel Jr. We'll go to the edge. Uh, your boy Osai, Owa, Gregory Rousseau, who they now have ranked higher than Jalen Phillips from Miami. Boogie Basham, D-tackle, nothing there. Uh, we're not even going to look at that one that begins with L on defense. Safety, top safety still on the board, and Trevor Morig. Is it Osai, Pete? For me, it is. Um, even if the Browns sign Clowney and they have tack, you know, Osai comes in as defensive end number four, the, the fourth edge guy. Um, and some people will be like, well, why the hell are you getting an edge guy, you know, the fourth edge guy? Well, his athleticism is off the charts. I wish he did agility, but he didn't. But his jumps, his size, his speed, his age, he's hes going to turn 21 next week. Um, he had outstanding production, even though he doesn't really have much idea what he's doing yet. Um, he terrifies me on other teams in this division. McKinley and, and uh, Cloudy could theoretically be off this team in a year. Uh, Osai has about as much upside as anyone in this class. Uh, so to me, I, I understand the sort of the idea that, you know, you, maybe you want more bang for your buck early, but in trying to get the best player, um, I think Osai is that dude. And I think long-term he and Miles Garrett can be disgustingly effective. And, and obviously, you know, even if he's D, edge four, if this team is working as as intended and the bronze offense is able to sort of generate leads, um, you could have these guys on the field all the time anyway. So just as a for instance, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Sea Cow are out there and the Browns are up 10 points and you suddenly decide, hey, their offensive line isn't very good on uh, anywhere. I'm going to kick Miles Garrett inside, put Tack McKinley on the edge on one side. I'm going to put Osai on the other side. See who gets the quarterback first. Um, that is the other part is, is, is just keeping those guys fresh and just putting an, other, an insanely high amount of talent on the field. It's a cost saver long term for the edge position, which I think is important, especially with Garrett's contract. It's, it's just such 100%. an important position. I, I have no issue with standing up Osai, but he's 256 pounds, and he's probably only going to get bigger. Um, it, so it's not as if you can't put him in a three-point attack in the quarterback. So to me, that is how I would do it. I don't know where you're at on this, but you know, if you disagree with me, you're probably wrong anyway. So Osai's probably the pick. Uh, I do some of these solo, and we run through these uh, myself. Um, so we're going to get Pete's perspective on this one. Um, but I, I, things that you know, I like what you're mentioning here is the fact that, yes, you're getting him. And now it's not even the price for 26. It's the price for 29. So you have controllable talent for, you know, five years. The other thing is he does not have to start from day one. You have other guys. 
You have players who maybe are more nuanced, experienced, ready to deal with first and 10, and that's fine. Um, I also think that the fact that you're not going to put the pressure on him right away from having to come in and be the guy. And the number one thing I probably take away the most from this is I would like to be able to get back to the point of, and Pete, this was one we always love, was taking Miles Garrett and finding the turd, so to speak. Okay, their center sucks. You want to know what? We got two other defensive ends. Stand over them, beat them in one step, and wreck the day that way. But, you know, freeing up Miles Garrett and taking advantage of everything that he is as an athlete, if you can do that, by all means. I want We're going to get back to day two. There is a trade offer already. We'll take a look at that. Some of this, look, you got to be a little re- realistic with them. You know, guys, I love when you guys send me mock drafts, but when I see 10, 12 players, first thing I think is, you know, who are the four or five guys you guys are cutting? So probably be a smaller so class. You have, not, have you made the pick already? Wait one You time. have not, don't. No, sir. Oh, Osai? Yes. It, 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 Joseph Osai? That's regardless, in. Regardless that's of in. Who, yes, no, I was going to say, regardless of who you plan to pick, first – uh, there's no way in hell we're getting a second round pick for that trade down. So, but either way, um, whatever you get, I you're would not, immediately you're getting a third round pick. You're getting a third round pick. I thought you said 52. So now the Browns will have 89, 91 and 92. Oh, but okay. with that, just because football season is ended does not mean your sports appetite wagering cannot be satisfied. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place here that Lockdown we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKDOWN for your 50% welcome bonus. Whether it's the NBA, whether it's the NHL, whether it's NFL draft prop bets, and of course, Major League Baseball is back. If you didn't see, you saw with the Mets, and maybe things are, the more they change, the more they stay the same. But don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get involved in all the action. Use promo code LOCKDOWN to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. This will take us to so day two. I would, I would pause it uh, and immediately start get on the phone, phone with somebody in that probably low, you know, 40, 40 to 50 range. And I'd be looking to give up, uh, you know, from 59 and potentially one of those third-round picks, potentially both of them, potentially something else along with the third-round pick. And I'd be looking to move up to make sure I got that corner because this, this is obviously the, the challenge for this type of scenario. I think size is tremendous. And actually, talent. here, here, I, I'm not going to cut you off, but here is exactly what you're speaking of. Available now at cornerback, Aaron Robinson, Elijah Molden, Tyson Campbell, Trill Williams, Robert Rochelle. So you guys have heard us talk a ton about this class, but those folks are now no longer on the board. Yeah, so this is why I would I would immediately, you know, be on the phone trying to move up from 59 because, again, I think you need to get, uh, you know, two guys from that 20 to 50 range. So um, as that is, I, I'm assuming that is not the case, and those are what's sitting there. Um, yes, sir. I would I would now at this point be looking elsewhere uh, position wise. What are you looking at? 
Well, the first one I would be looking at is either safety or wide receiver. At wide receiver, uh, your crush is gone. You have Rondell Moore. You have Diami Brown. You have Amari Rogers, Nico Collins, Dwayne Eskridge, Thielen Wallace. And there you go. We will flip over to safety now. Good, sir. On the board. Oh, oh Pete. Oh, Pete. On yeah, board, Hanson Haraldine. From Oregon, Javon Holland. We done here? Uh, so just off the uh, off the shoot here, I'd pro- of those of those position groups, I'd be looking at either Javon Holland from Oregon or Deami Brown from North Carolina. Um, I'm trying to think if there's another position I would care about at this point because uh, you know you can look, but I don't think there's going to be anything interesting at defensive tackle and. That's sort of it in terms of like, you know, unless there's somebody eye popping uh, sitting out there. Elite McNeil, Davion Nixon, but other than that, Pete, we know you got a Javon Holland crush. So, well, I think he's great, but I don't, have, I don't have any problem with with, with taking Deami Brown here either. If you're trying to get that vertical threat that sort of fits. Which one? Um, we got to get a card. That, which so. One, sir? For for this on uh, their board, Diami Brown is the ranked higher player. Yeah, for for the sake of this thing, I'll, I'll say uh, Diam. I'll take Diami Brown um, for the experiment's sake. So now keep in mind there is now eighty nine, ninety one, and ninety two. Ravens with an offer, yeah, suck it. Giants with an offer of eighty nine. I'm sorry, Giants with an offer. No, that's dropping way too far back. Okay, yeah, that's good. Okay, then. So we went, or we'll go to the safety route. Uh, Andre Sisco, Caden Stearns, Tyree Gillespie, cornerback, Robert Rochelle, Paulson Adiolo, uh, Avery Taylor, uh, D Tackle, Tyler Shelvin, Bobby Brown, and his not touching of people. Osa Adigizua, Cam Sample, Jalen Jalen Twyman, Marvin Wilson. Looking to double up. All right, we went there. Linebacker, Dylan Moses, Cameron Ragone. Some of the best available here. Safety, Andre Sisco, Caden Stearns, like I had said, offensively. Okay. so for first the guy that stands out, but I'd probably take him with that last third round pick is Caden Stearns. Um, uh, there are people who don't really like him, and I and I sort of understand it. But again, for the same reasons as Osai, between his production and his athleticism, he's a freak. Uh, and the Browns may be the absolute best person, best team to sort of take him because they don't need him to start right away, and they can sort of continue to develop him. But he's got ability to do a lot of things including potentially play some slot stuff uh so he jumps out at me for that 92nd pick uh for 89 um of the the corners you mentioned oh this is tough because the kid i sort of like out of this group it would be uh uh rochelle but um yes he's he intrigues me but uh Paulson Adilo is a guy that definitely intrigues me just because he was so highly thought of. And, you know, he was kind of like a guy where it's just like, well, you're, you're just getting the draft now. 
it seems like a guy that was talked about so much like 18 to 20 months ago. Yeah, I mean, he he did he he has done great in terms of breaking up passes. He's just not a guy who made a lot of tackles and then tested really well, which is good. Um, you know, he probably is the best option of that group unless unless you're of the opinion that his fit is of question. Um, he's got more sort of upside than somebody like uh, Rochelle or, you know, Graham or some of those guys. So if we're comfortable with his fit in the scheme, he's, he's an off guy. I think he's largely played zone, but that doesn't, he, he's had the athleticism to play man as well. He's tall. Um, so, you know, he, he probably makes the most sense for what's here. And let's put it this way. Um, when you got a whole bunch of smart people, Ivy League people, probably going to look um, and admire the fact that the young man was able to uh, hang in at Stanford University. So Paulson Adebo, selection 89. Brings us now, Pete, back-to-back, 91-92. On the board, obviously safety-wise, uh, Caden Stern still available. D-tackle. Uh, same folks, Sheldon Brown, Odigizua, linebacker, nothing's changed. Dylan Moses is available. Uh, we just went cornerback, Edge, uh, Joe Tryon, uh, probably one of the better names available here. You want me to spin around anywhere on offense? Cause- well, I, I happen to be familiar with this particular set of rankings, and there is a guy sitting there that's pretty damn good. You just have to drag your way down a little bit, and that's Milton Williams uh, from Louisiana Tech. Um, so he intrigues me for a number of reasons. His, you know, he's, he's very big. I think he can still be a defensive end that can kick inside until he sort of grows into a defensive tackle. So that is intriguing. Joe Tryon is interesting. However, he has, he's sort of a lesser Joseph Asai. Um, he just hasn't sort of figured it out yet. And I don't know if you want two of them. So, I would have no problem if the Browns did that. Uh, you know, I, I think Tryon is interesting. I think this is about where he should go. Um, so, uh, you know, either Joe Tryon or Milton Williams is fine with me. And then, and then finishing up with uh, Caden Stearns of this little pocket of talent. Well, we're going to go. We're going to go Milton Williams because the first thing we're thinking, Pete, and what we want to talk about this defensive line, which we've been preaching about for almost four seasons now, is versatility having people who can do several different things. And Milton Williams certainly brings you that possibility. And you look at it, you know, Milton Williams, what could he maybe be one day? Could he maybe kind of be similar to, you know, Sheldon Richardson? Maybe better? Who knows? Um, But the athletic profile, and obviously you guys know how much we enjoy that. So those are your uh, three picks. For the, sec- uh, for the second and the third round, we are going to move on to day three. It's a little more business to take care of. Jeff Lloyd, Pete Smith on the latest Lockdown Browns. You all know the drill with rockauto.com. Family-owned business, been around forever. Look, with the way the world is right now, money tight, you have great tutorials, YouTube, wherever. You need to do some car maintenance? Check out a video. Guess where you go to get the parts? Go to rockauto.com. They have everything you would need for your car. Put in the specifics, year, make, model, engine size. They will be able 
to ship you out quickly whatever part you need for your vehicle. Go to rockauto.com right now and use all and view all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear it? So they know us at Locked On sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Takes us to day three. There will be no pick 257, as that did go away. Browns are on the clock with pick 110. Again, you know, an offer here from the Texans for 119 and 168. But again, trying to make this a realistic vision here, and the Browns are just not going to have room for this many players. So there's been a safety brought in. There has been an edge brought in. There has been a wide receiver brought in. There has been a versatile Defensive lineman brought in. Pick 110, Cleveland Browns on the clock. Linebacker, Cameron McGrone. I know, Pete, you're a little bit of a Monty Rice fan for what he can do. Uh, we've got the tackle. We've gone edge. We've gone safety. Back to corner because possibly there could be a second one there. Robert Rochelle still on the board. Uh, Keith Taylor, Aaron Thomas, Rod Williams, Shakira Brown, Benjamin St. Juste. Uh, Offense, anything we're looking at here, Pete? Uh, I'd be curious who's available at running back and tight end. Well, at running back is a Jeff Lloyd personal favorite running back Khalil Herbert from Virginia Tech. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson from Oklahoma, Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State. Sorry, didn't work out too well at the pro day there. Nope, done. Chuba Hubbard. What's up? I said, nope, done. Buried. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, after uh, not the greatest of season, may have rekindled the fire a little bit with a solid testing uh, testing day. Elijah Mitchell, Jared Patterson, Javian Hawkins, Larry Roundtree. We will go to tight end for you, Pete. Uh, Kenny uh, Yaboa from Mississippi, Quentin Morris, Maxion, Bowling Green, Nick Eubanks, Michigan, Trey McKitty, Georgia. Yeah, so – the two guys that jump out to me of who's available are Robert Rochelle and Khalil Herbert. Um, I think Khalil Herbert's outstanding. I think he you know, would be a pick that pisses a lot of people off and be a great investment um, because it just gives you more options in terms of how you want to approach the future at running back. Look, if you don't sign – if you sign Nick Chubb, you're probably not keeping Kareem Hunt. If you can't sign Nick Chubb, Kareem Herc – Kareem Hunt works better in a tandem. So either way, you might want to start to fill that hole one year early. Again, smart people maybe do things one year early as opposed to jumping right into the pool. Uh, Yeah, so to me, you know, Robert Rochelle is a far bigger need fill, but I would probably – if you're just going on a talent, I think Khalil Herbert is far and away the better talent. So, I don't know. I'll let you sort of be the tiebreaker. I like Herbert quite a bit. Well, for me, um, I just like the vision. I like the cutback ability. I like the fact that he runs low to the ground. He's able to maintain his strength. I will pull rank and file here and Khalil Herbert. Now we move on down, and Browns are on the clock yet again. And it did not the Rochelle – uh, love affair is over uh, at corner. DJ Daniel, uh, Rodarius Williams, Shakur Brown from Michigan State, 
Cameron Bynum, who seems to be getting a little bit of late love. Um, a player I think could be a realistic Browns target in Trey Brown out of Oklahoma just due to special teams experience. And also available at this spot, Pete, a certain trash-talking 24-7, probably yells at his mom as she's whipping up breakfast in the morning, one of our personal favorite, favorites in Thomas Graham. I'll give you who's left at linebacker, just so you know. At linebacker, top left, Monte Rice, Garrett Warlow, Charles Snowden, um, a young man from Oklahoma State. Sorry, I'm not butchering that name. Derek Barnes from Purdue, quite an active player in his day. Anything else you'd like me to look at? Good, sir. Uh, I don't think so. Who's available at safety? Let's see who's left. Uh, Tyree Gillespie, uh, Sean Wade here is listed as a safety. Oh, wait a minute. Another Pete Smith darling. Actually, two guys that maybe would fit the bill here really, really well in Jamie and Sherwood and Divine Diablo. Uh, I like Diablo. I just wish he was younger. Um, so of those, I would probably – uh, I would probably go for Thomas Graham. My only issue with Thomas Graham is he he tested faster than he, I think most people expected, but he was not as agile. Um, so he actually might profile as a, a, a more of an outside corner. But uh, either way, I'm sort of looking to see what he can do. So uh, I would go ahead and grab him uh, of of the options that were sort of named. Uh, look, uh, I don't know. I just. And thinking that Thomas Graham set the year out, I would just love to see a player like that, you know, coming. All right, Browns on the board here. Uh, linebackers, uh, Derek Barnes, uh, Riley Cole from South Alabama, Justin Hilliard, Errol Thompson. Anywhere else you'd like me to go look at, Mr. Smith's safety position. Uh, Damar Hamlin from Pittsburgh, Tree Thompson. San Diego State, here's another guy I know you kind of like that thinks maybe he probably fits a little bit of the Browns' needs in Jacoby Stevens. Anywhere else you'd like me to look good, sir? What, we're in the fifth round? Yes, sir. Uh, okay, so in the fifth round, uh, um, guys that stand out to me that are probably sitting there, if you go to edge – I. Well, we got Milton Williams too. Well, so we're set square there. But the guy I do kind of like is the kid from Florida State. Um, the what's his face? Uh, the kid who was uh, the big kid who who played against Robinson. Ezra. Do what? Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, Janarius Robinson is interesting. I, I again never really popped in terms of production. His solo tackles are really low, but he he's really athletic and did produce behind the line of scrimmage relative to what Florida State did. He's at least interesting. Uh, if you go to safeties, the guy that I think is just sort of interesting to me would be uh, uh, Derek Forrest, D-A-R-R-I-C-K Forrest. Uh, Derek Forrest, Cincinnati, yes. Yeah. Um, he's, he's sort of similar to Caden Stearns in the sense that he's probably more of a strong, strong safety profile. He he looks bigger than he is on the field. He's like six foot and almost 200 pounds, but he looks gigantic. His speed and explosion is freakish. Um, he's a big impact tackler. Um, I, I, I'd be 
I wish I knew more about how much he contributed on special teams because that's where I th- area I think he would actually re- be really really helpful in because he's he's basically a missile. Um, so you know, trying to continue to fill out that room, I probably look towards uh, Derek Forrest. Uh, I agree with you. And once you get to the point where Freak comes out, and we're talking about this stage of the draft, makes sense. And here's the other thing: you bring the kid in with not a lot of pressure. Uh, you have three safeties minimum in front of them. So there goes your selection. We are now in the 200s. There should be one pick left. Yes. The final selection for the Browns here is 257 was given away. Positional group you would like me to start navigating, Mr. Smith? Yeah, it's it's defensive tackle. Oh, Pete loves fat guys who can move. Jordan Scott from Oregon. Oh, P. going to happen. Jonathan Marshall, defensive tackle. That's the from one. Arkansas. Yeah. There it is. Hard. Yeah. He uh, he is enormous. He's like 6'3", almost. Uh, I think he played near 320. I think he measured 310 at, the, at, at Pro Day. He is freakishly fast and explosive. A little on the older side. Uh, he's, he's 23, uh, which is – you know, fine. Normally, I'm curious to see how this goes with the Browns this year because we have that one-year data point to sort of look at. Uh, but he's just a massively strong human being. Uh, just can pile dudes up. He will explode in the backfield on occasion. I think he needs a ton of coaching. But you know, if you're just looking at pure, like, sort of how far can this guy go? He's got no less potential than Aleem McNeil. Uh, he might have more potential than Ali McNeil. Um, again, if you if you watch him, he's interesting. I think you you notice you'll notice that like there there are times where he's absolutely a wrecking ball, and there are other times you're sitting there going, "What the hell is he doing?" So there is work that needs to be done there. But in terms of just getting a, a big, massively strong human being that isn't you know sort of a traditional you know clogging nose that maybe can collapse the pocket on on passing downs a little bit. He's a guy that intrigues me. He might not even make the regular roster. He might be a practice squad guy initially. But just in terms of toolsy body uh, with size, he is the guy that sort of jumps out to me. And, look, you always like a big ball of clay. Um, Then you think about, you know, where, you know, this team may be a defensive tackle next season where Andrew Billings only on one-year deal. Jackson's only on a one-year deal. Sheldon Richardson's on a final year of his deal. Again, this might be something where you want to get in one year early as opposed to one year late. And we did this, Pete. I don't know if it was last draft season or the year before. And there was a late D tackle from Arkansas that we were both pretty high on and thought could be a contributor. Well, there's the one kid. It was two years ago, I think. It would have been the kid. uh, He ended up on the Vikings. uh, I'll look it up. Armin Bins, I think, is his name, or something yeah, like that. That, that. Maybe that's a receiver from who went to Cincinnati a long time ago, but something in that yeah. neighborhood. Uh, but yeah, there was just an, and he was more of a three. But yeah, it was a late round guy that just sort of did some tools. I, I think there were a lot of people projecting him to go way higher, uh, and and we may have been among those people. But he just sort of hung out and and didn't really get. Uh, Armin Watts was the guy. That's it. Yeah, and he's just a big, tall, uh, you know, long, athletic guy 
And this guy isn't quite as long, but but he's just athletic and toolsy and somebody that I think, you know, for, for a guy like Chris Kiffin, that might be right up his alley in terms of what he's trying to find for, you know, trying to develop guys for the future. Uh, so there you have it. Um, selections from day one, day two, day three, a uh, little trade scenario. Um, these are difficult because, you know, unless you're getting future picks, and again, I don't see the Browns making nine selections because the last thing you want to do is waste draft capital. You don't want to draft somebody and then have to give them up Labor Day weekend and then play the waiting game, the finger-crossing game of hoping maybe you can sneak them on to a practice squad. And as you saw last year uh, during that weekend, Browns are a team now that's poachable. Um, you know, you're waiting for the Browns cuts because you understand that the roster is tilted now in the right direction and there's going to be players available. Uh, so obviously you know, help added on the defensive line pretty well. Help added wide receiver brought in. Help added to the secondary. Linebacker didn't happen. And we talked about that all last night. Um, trying to explain it. And look, I, I, if you want to say they need more help at linebacker, that's fine. But you're spending assets. You're spending money for somebody that's ideally going to play either first down or second and long, third and long, it's just not going to be something it looks like the Browns are going to do. And Daniel Jeremiah, please, all you guys, please stop mocking these linebackers. You're killing me. Of course, this could all blow up in our face on uh, first uh, on Thursday night, first round of the draft, uh, when it happens on April 28th. And we all look like a bunch of fools, 29th. Possible. Wouldn't be the first time. Certainly will not be the last. He is Pete Smith. Browns Digest on SI.com. Obviously, Pete and the team a year uh, just trying to pound on through here at the end of the month, and then obviously all the draft coverage that will come from uh, Pete and uh, the crew over. Uh, make sure you're checking out Pete and Sean Stevenson as they're now doing a pod through uh, Browns Digest. Make sure you guys are checking that out. Make sure you're following at underscore Pete Smith underscore. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself at Lockdown Browns. DMs open. Follow back account, as you all know, uh, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Spotify, whether it's the brand new Audis. Uh, ah, I hear it all the time on the radio, and I'm still having a hard time mumbling. Odyssey app. Make sure you are following Lockdown Browns. Make sure you are leaving fantastic ratings, reviews. I do appreciate you all for that. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.